Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. This episode is proudly sponsored by the beautiful studio space at Small Time Group. Supporting emerging artists to refine their products, develop a plan, and connect with peers and the industry. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today, I'm joined with Grace Cummings. Hi, how are you today? Hi, good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah, like let's just pretty much start with like how you got into music in the first place and where your journey kind of began. Um, I don't know, getting into music and I, I've kind of always played music or I've always like performed I've always performed for people I've always liked kind of singing I think maybe um like a memory that I have in my head of the first time when I went oh wow this is kind of this feels really good was when um mum and dad were watching concert for George. It was a year after George Harrison died. Mum um, and dad were watching concert for George in the living room, and I was in the bathroom. And here comes the sun was being played, and I just realised that I knew all the words, and I started singing it, and I loved it. And I was like, "Holy fuck, I love the Beatles!" <laughs> and then I just kind of got obsessed with the Beatles and obsessed with like music in general. And I think after that, um, it was a big a big moment for little little me. Yeah, sweet. And um, <laughs> and then you've gone and released um, a self-produced sophomore album last year. Um, it's called Storm Queen, and I kind of just yes. want to chat a bit about that album as well um, because I read that you recorded a majority of those tracks in like three or less takes. So I kind of just wanted to know if that was a yeah. choice or what the reasoning was behind that. Well, I I kind of think, um, you know, if you're going to do an album that is sort of so stripped back and which is kind of, you know, what we had to do because of, um, you know, COVID and everything like that, um, we weren't allowed to have that many people in the room and um stuff like that. I thought if you're going to record it, you know, so simply, then it just has to be like simply you, you know. Mm. Um, this is how, this is what you sound like if you're going to do a record like this and sing a song to somebody, you know, it's effectively all you're doing. Then sing it to them and you can't attempt in that to be or sound like anybody else. So. So why worry about it, you know? Totally. Just, just get it done, you know, sing the song. And I, I think um, um, I, I like listening to albums like that as well and, and you know, I really appreciate it when, when artists do that. 
I think it's real, you know. Yeah, sure. And kind of like touching on that, what it sounds like is that you've got kind of like almost different vocal characters going on during yeah. the album. Um, and yeah, like, I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's kind of like the first two tracks, for example, are quite different um, vocally. So I kind of just wanted to like touch on that and understand how you went about recording those songs and what your vision was for changing, I guess, into those different characters. Um, I think that I never really, you know, go, oh, you have to sound like this or you do sound like this and therefore you have a responsibility to to be that for whoever's listening. I kind of, um, <laughs> for want of a better phrase, do whatever I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, in the sense of feeling, you know, not, not, um, not in the sense of, you know, fuck you all, mm. in the sense of whatever it, it, it feels like is the way that it comes out. Um, and I think, I don't know, using my voice is just quite a satisfying way to do that. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you, like, um, feel like your singing style changes based on, like, the story that you're trying to tell? Yeah, I think so. I think um, absolutely. Um, I think there's a certain amount of theatre in that, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, like, so I guess when it comes to these tracks, they're obviously some of them are quite drastically different. Like you've got something Mm -hmm. really expansive and, like, dramatic and then you kind of pull back into some softer tracks. How Mm -hmm. did you go about? piecing those all together to kind of create a storyline of an album when you were sequencing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, with a great deal of thought, um, I think it's, you know, maybe one of the most important things about making an album is the curation of the whole, um, the whole piece, you know, as a, as one piece of work or one um yeah I think I don't know as my mum always says you know light and shade light and shade um I think that you know I don't know especially with my voice or my fucking drama or whatever I'd think I'd probably traumatize people if I put you know a bunch of bunch of songs together without without giving them a little bit of a break you know what I mean (laughs) For sure. And you produce this album yourself and I wanted to touch on your production style with this album because it's kind of like a bit of ambient features in the background. You've included like your breaths in between your phrases Mm -hmm. and your string squeaks and kind of like even Mm -hmm. some like echoes in the background. And I, Mm -hmm. yeah, I wanted to understand why you enjoyed including those aspects and yeah, your production process? Um, I think, you know, 
I think that, um, you know, as I, as I said before, with what we had, um, it was a, at, at, at the time, um, what we were allowed to have at the time, I think it was a really perfect opportunity to um, make something that was kind of unapologetically real. Mm. Um, and, you know, you know, the sound of the old piano creaking and, and, you know, laughing at the end of the song or, or, or something like that. I think are all a part of that, um, that, uh, realness, you know? Yeah, for sure. Would you say like an album is your preferred listening experience? As opposed to play listening to playlists that have been curated or like are you someone oh, who yeah. will pick some songs into like pick some songs from an album and put it into a playlist and listen to that or would you prefer like creating something as a whole and listening to that as a whole? Um well I do make playlists for myself, but they're very like I've got one for I've got one for the shower, <laughs> like shower dancing. I like to do that in the morning, you know, one for the fucking gym or whatever. But generally, um, you know, an album is an album to be listened to in, in that kind of way and I'm not, you know, um, you know, I'm not Harry Styles, you know. <laughs> it's like it's a different different killer fish you know mm-hmm. yeah and in terms Not of like a live show um what does your live show kind of look like are you quite a visual person when you're creating and that kind of translates into your live show or yeah what's the um i don't know i think uh i think it kind of complements the two complement each other i've kind of just I don't just really recently actually really thought about the way that the show looks mm. um, rather than sounds. And I am kind of getting into, um, I don't know, the staging of it, I suppose. Sure. Um, and that's, that's something that I think is going to like, keep kind of growing as I as I keep playing and I'll figure out you know what I like and what I don't like but I think I generally like you know I like the theatre of things <laughs> um, and I think that I am always heading towards that direction um, and I think just recently I've I've just got, you know, said, fuck it, just lean into it, you know. Um, but who knows? I might be full fucking, like, phantom of the opera shit. Yeah. <laughs> if I keep going, I'm going. Hell yeah. And um, you're playing Adelaide Festival um, in a month. Um, and, yeah, yeah, I just I wanted to gauge what people can expect from this live show. Um, if you're hanging around and who you're keen to see. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Peaches and I'm really excited to be seeing her. Um, I saw her last at one of the 
maybe like big day out in 2010 or something. It was awesome. Oh, no. So I'm excited to see her. But um, I think, uh, I don't know, I've kind of been in the middle of stuff at the moment. So I think that I'll probably be playing a lot of new things, I think. Cool. Um, which is, I don't know, that's that's new to me. I've kind of done it a little bit, not really. Um, so, yeah, I guess what to expect is a little bit of something different, which is which will be nice. <laughs> yeah, cool. And what is in store for your 2023? Have you got, have you been working on new music? You've released a cool couple of Praise You recently. I did. Um, yeah, just new music, new things. Um, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to to the year ahead um, because of those those reasons, new stuff, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your morning to chat. You're very welcome. Thanks for speaking with me. I've just discovered heaven